This is a real account of entrepreneurship, the good, the bad, and unsure. Social media would have you think you have a great thought, then boom, you blow up. It is the farthest thing from the normal backstory. Here we will air the real entrepreneur struggle from customer service, vendors, and the day-to-day -day business. Welcome to Business After Dark with Sharice Chambers. Hey, 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 you guys, you know what today is. Today is Wednesday, and um, we had a little bit of technical issues recording Ivana. She was traveling, and we love that for her. She is a total queen. Um, and sometimes, you know, look, business don't stop. Work, work don't stop, okay? <laughs> so I wanted to give her her proper introduction, so I wanted to make this additional recording so that I could properly introduce the queen. Um, today, we are... Um, interviewing with Ivana, owner and founder of Savani's Financial LLC. She is a financial expert in her field and she also helps people who are bilingual. She speaks English and Spanish and I thought it was just even a even better time to interview her because um, we just finished celebrating Hispanic um, month and you know there is so so much diversity, right, amongst us as business owners, um, and it's important that we are able to be accessible to people where they are, and, um, you know, Yvonne is doing that. She's an amazing person. I'm so honored and humbled to be, for her to make time for me to interview with me and tell me her background and about her business. So I want you guys to lean in, listen, and of course, if you are in the Roanoke um area she's most definitely taking clients make sure you follow her and look at the show notes to be connected with her through her instagram links and all that and to even schedule a consultation through her website and without further ado let's get to the podcast well that that is deep um yeah you know one thing i've learned too as an entrepreneur because i actually started entrepreneurship i mean i knew i was trying to make money but my business was seasonal so um, I was only doing taxes. So I worked a nine to five, right? And I did the taxes. And it was when I conceptualized like, oh, one, I could charge more, right? Because I was offering a different kind of value. But the second part was I could do this year round and actually like leave my nine to five and do this full time and conceptualizing what that looks like. So, you know, when you're doing something that comes natural to you, like us, right? Finances, the numbers, I mean, it's just so easy. So you can, you can feel like you're doing some, and I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs, like legit, when we first start, it really is a hobby space. And we slowly have to be like, you know what, I can charge someone. And then, and because you're conceptualizing this at the same time, the com the the um combativeness from your friends and loved ones because you've been doing it for free right and now all of a sudden you're like you're you you've been planning baby showers and helping us with the wedding now you want to charge us like yes like you you because you also realize how much time you're giving of yourself and that's a that's a hard pill to swallow and I think that's why sometimes some entrepreneurs. Um, struggle conceptually because they have a new mentality about something and then they're trying to invoke a new boundary and then people um, and also your your family and friends are not your target market anyways but as you're trying to grow in the business um, you're, you're kind of like just you're just having the battlefield of the minds to be honest with you as um, Joyce Myers would say and that yes. stuff that that really plays with you a lot I mean I know that that was a struggle of mine not so much that my family was my target market but like I used to you know my family members used to always ask me tax questions and at some point I was just like all right I don't mind answering a couple questions here and there but now you're asking me to review your tax return for you for free like yes. <laughs> um you want me to 
you know, asking me all these questions. So you're basically asking for a consultation for an hour and a half of my time. Like, I mean, what's in between? Like, what what is this? You know, like this is my livelihood. You know, because if anyone's ever heard my story, I've said it on the podcast before. I left a job and had to go back to a job because of cash flow because people were not paying me. Like, that's something you have to conceptualize in your business. That's crazy. Um, did you feel like you kind of got that kind of pushback too when you started like quantifying a monetary amount around your services? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Especially right now um, when uh, I am about to, you know, scale up a little bit my prices and or as you should, as you should, as you should. I know. Yes. Or, you know, charging for a little bit of, you know, any services that I do, because I do a little bit like I've been to the emergency room with a client. I've been to prison with another client. <gasps> You know, so. oh, you got to tell me that story <laughs> offline. <laughs> okay, the drama. Yeah. This is like as the world turns tax preparer style. What? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so you know, and I've been doing things like for customers that they think like is just a favor that you're doing. Mm. I'm like, it's my time. Right. Right. And me learning that too. Right. You know, because I've had people like, you do too much for so little money. Mm-hmm. Yes. And yes. so learning that thing for myself, too, mm-hmm. because I'm a giver. You right. know, I can, you know, give everything that I have and not ask for anything in return. Mm-hmm. And that has gotten me in trouble a mm-hmm. couple of times, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's one thing that I'm working on right now. Yeah. Yeah. What's something you wish you knew before you started business for yourself? Um, ooh, a lot of things. <laughs> yes, and and we are yes. still learning. Let's be honest. Yes, I'm. You know, I'm still learning. Like I I mentioned before when we met that I'm just now doing my enrolled agent stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing. Let me see that I've um that you know that um not to give too much you know, for, for little, Mm. because people tend to take advantage of you, Mm -hmm. no matter how good you are to them. Right. Yeah. And people love to buy the hand that they are being fed. Oh, okay. Okay. You better come with the parable for the people. Okay. Yes. Yes. I get that. So, you know, we've talked about the downside of being an entrepreneur, but what actually gets you up every morning? What makes you passionate about what you do? Meeting new people. Like when I met you, when I saw you in the thing, I was like, oh my goodness. And so like, like I fell in love with you. Like, oh oh my God. And I felt so little like by your side. Then when Shannon said, oh, you know, we're coming, we're going to eat with Sharice. I was like, oh. No, we're not. (laughs) Stop. Stop. I was so nervous that I literally lost my van's keys that day. Oh, my goodness. And Chad had to rescue me. Yes. So, you know, like meeting the people, networking. I love... I'm a talker, okay? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> and if somebody goes to a consultation with me, sometimes like my first consultation is free because I talk a lot. Mm. And and so, um, you know, meeting new people, talking to new people, knowing cultures, knowing 
business cultures too mm -hmm. because cultures is not between countries or right. cities and stuff like that i think it's like business so that's what gets me up all day every day and helping my people like who am i gonna help today what am i gonna get myself into to help somebody today i love that so what's been, you know what's been the easiest thing about being an entrepreneur mm. There's almost nothing easy to do. She's like nothing. <laughs> like no, um, I don't know because I could. You know, I'm a talker, but I'm a shy at the same time. Mm, an and introvert, so extrovert. Say, oh, yes, so I can't say. But once you get to know me, I'll talk your ears off. Okay. But um, what is the easiest thing? Oof. Getting up every morning. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, You know yeah. what? Although sometimes I do want to lay in the bed longer, I actually am always very enthusiastic about just starting the new day and what things I'll learn from that day. And then just all the possibilities that I have accessible to me, to be honest, you know, like yeah. our money doesn't stop. You know, social media has given us such a platform where, I can reach people beyond, you know, the the um, the surrounding counties of where I live. Right. Um, COVID had has done something for me. And even before COVID came, I, you know, so um, Instagram had me connected to people in different states, you know, and I've been able to, you know, do taxes, not just in Virginia, but in Texas, Mississippi, Indiana, oh, yes. New Jersey. And, and also it has afforded me um, more education you know, to also have a, a resume just like yours, like the, it runs long, you know, and, and it's of quality and I can help more people, which means in turn that I'm connected to more people. And for me, you know, I always say, you know, the goal is not to be popular, but to to bring impact. And if my, yeah. um, you know, getting to network around people can create bigger impact, then I'm for that. And I love that. Yes. And another thing that I want to mention, too, that it's, I guess it's easy for me is family time mm. because in a nine to five job, I was barely, I barely knew my son, you know, because I, I was a single mom. Now I have a handsome fiance, you know, but being a single mom and being on a nine to nine to five, it was hard for me because my son was from six in the morning until six 30 in the mm. afternoon in the daycare. So I would only see him to feed him and get him ready for the next day. And being an entrepreneur has, you know, given me the freedom mm. of uh, I can choose what hours and what days I can work. Right. And I can dedicate that to my, even if I have an office, people think that I have an office that like I have to be there from like eight to 10 at night. Right. But no, it has given me the freedom of knowing my child building that relationship with him and you know taking him like he just started karate classes on thursday so now i have to build my my schedule and everything and knowing that i have that freedom i think that's one of the easiest part of being an entrepreneur that i can say oh i can do this and this and this around my schedule right so i can spend some time with my son I love that for you. Yeah. Creating your own time, especially once you've built your business yes. to a certain level where, 
you can get your time back, right? Um, one, I keep saying this, but I'll say it again. One reason why I'm able to, I went back to a job. One is so I can help reach more people. For me, again, the goal, the mission, the purpose of Financial Fancy is impact. So partnering up with the SBDC as an employer um, on this new um, space of my life has um, opened me to opportunities that would not have been accessible to me. One, just being Financial fan- Fancy, but also... Um, just being connected to so many awesome people. I mean, that's how we got connected, right? Um, and then also yeah. um, Amanda at the SBDC and Roanoke connected us because um, I got to speak there as financial on the behalf of Financial Fancy as my own business. And, you know, and I got to meet all you wonderful ladies. And it's just been like, you know, I got my first keynote speaking engagement because of it. You know, again, um, if you, I was saying um, earlier, you know, the consistency of it all just keeps showing up. You know, I was, I'll men- keep mentioning this book because I'm reading it now, but chop wood and carry water. If you can fall in love with the process, the due diligence, yeah. the redundancy, to be totally honest with the nuances of being an entrepreneur on in the little things, being faithful in the little things. I mean, the impact of it all is bigger than you could ever anticipate or expect for yourself. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. yes I totally agree with what you said, because opportunities is you have to, you know, get them. Right. Yes. And because they are only some of them only come once. Mm-hmm. in a lifetime you know right and being an entrepreneur it's hard mm-hmm. but it's a great opportunity right you know and and you have to and one thing i tell my clients when they say oh i wish i could do this i wish i could do that man like, you can't do it right you just have to take that jump like it took me seven years to take the jump mm-hmm. of dedicating myself 24 7 to my business mm-hmm. you know but um it's a great opportunity and I don't regret it, you know? Right. I love that for you. I also love that you've been able to scale your business to actual brick and mortar. Some people never get to see that opportunity um, because they don't continue to show up in their business. I, I'm, I'm so excited to see what 2023 is going to bring for you because I was just interviewing um, another entrepreneur this morning and he says, whatever you do in the six months now is what's going to show up in your next six months. And then whatever you need to yeah. do in those six months are going to show up in the next six months. So if you're doing your due diligence now, you're look, you're recording on your very first podcast. You're giving your first workshop yeah, this no. week. You've been going to um, networking events and you've been, you know, you've been, um, as, as I say, shaking hands and kissing babies and, you know, hitting the pavement and really showing up in a way um, that you haven't before the next six months for you, baby, when tax season come, it's going to blow up. You might, it might be time for you to hire your first assistant or your first, oh, whatever, yes. all the things. Yeah. So I'm <laughs> claiming that for you. I'm so, again, I'm so excited to see where your business will be next year. Yes. I am claiming it too, you know, because one thing is believing. And if you mm-hmm. don't believe you ain't nowhere. Right. Yep. Yes. So we've had uh, the most amazing conversation. What do you hope the listeners of the business after dark podcast will take away from you being a guest on the show today? Um, like what I just mentioned to believe in yourself mm-hmm. and not to be afraid. I love that. You know, because I feel like if you fall, the ground is right there and you can just push back with your hands Ooh. and get up and get it and get it, get doing it again. You I know? love that. Most people are uh, that that's the part people are afraid of to actually to actual fall. But they don't think about, 
oh, I can get back up. I was telling someone um, on a personal side, right? I've, I've started, I have started over more times than I care to admit. But the thing is, since mm-hmm. I've done it enough, I know that I could do it again. And it's not that I want to lose it all. That I mean, that's never my hope. But knowing that if I did, I could rebuild it. And that's something you can't take away from somebody. Like, look, I done lost some money. I done had my bank account in the negative, right? But I've also had a couple of thousands, a couple $10,000 in my bank account as well. And I know that I I have it within me and the with for all to do it again. Yes. And it says that, you know, I'm not a big Bible reader or I don't go to a... Uh, church but i'm a big believer and it says it right there like you fall seven times seven times you will get up mm. i love that. you know and and it's our creator who said that so we must believe that we can do it mm. like he built the whole world with nothing you know mm. out of nothing and we can do the same thing i love that i love that well, I want to thank you so much for your time. I have one more piece for you that I did not give you ahead of time. So, okay. You don't, you don't even know these questions. So, you you need to have a thought process to think about. It. So, don't don't give too much thought into it. I'm going to ask you these three questions and give me the first response that comes to your brain. Okay. Okay. Very first question. Is a hot dog a sandwich? A sandwich. Okay. Okay. Why did you say that? <laughs> I'm a sandwich person, but it depends because I don't like like Jersey Mike's and stuff like that because I don't like cold meat. Mine has to be toasted and the meat has to be warm. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I think there's a language barrier here. Do you, would you classify a hot dog as a sandwich? Oh, 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 sorry, sorry. (laughs) Uh, No, I I think it's cute. I heard hot dog or a sandwich oh okay okay i see what you said yes uh no okay no but what is the what's the definition of a hot dog i mean it's the same one as a sandwich but it has its own personality oh i have never heard that okay a hot dog has its own personality (laughs) yes okay we could go with that we could go with that okay um, are there any current books that you are reading that you want to share with the people? No, actually, I am not an active reader. Okay, we can respect can, that. I Everybody mean, ain't a reader. Yes, I am reading the enrolled agent. Oh, books. look, that's enough, and that's enough by itself. The tax code is enough to read. Trust me. It look yes. <laughs> okay. Um, that's my, what I'm doing. I have a mentor. She does when they came out with Audible Baby. She fell in love. I said I actually prefer to read a book. I don't know if I could get, even though I listen to a lot of podcasts. I don't think I'd enjoy or maybe absorb as much information if I listen to books in audible form, but she has continued to tell me I need to download the app. So I don't know, maybe it's something I'll look into in 2023. You know, I'm thinking about it and I've tried to do it and I feel like I do better listening than reading. Reading gets me sleepy. I think I Um, I self-diagnose myself with ADHD (laughs) somewhere on the line of my life. We've all become mini doctors in the midst of the pandemic. I get it. Yes. And so, and it's crazy because I do have an app where I can download like thousands of books for free. So I can read them in my tablet and stuff like that. So I have like 25 books that I want to read, 
but I'm not, I haven't gotten there yet. Mm -hmm. I get it. I get it. All right. What is something that you tell yourself when you're having a not so good day? And I want you to say it in Spanish and then say it in English. Okay. One thing that I tell myself. Vamos pa'lante. All right. I what, got this. Okay. Keep, keep going. <laughs> say it again. Look, you. so I took Spanish and I lived in California for nine years. And when I was in the midst of it that's the other thing when you can put your change your environment so that you can learn your surroundings you start um not um becoming a chameleon per se but basically kind of what's the word i'm looking for you start not even mimicking but you start adapting that's like the word a follower yes you start adapting to mm -hmm. your to your surroundings so i used to speak spanish very but now that i moved to virginia i'm not around a lot of spanish-speaking people i don't look spanish who who is she i don't i can't speak spanish very well i can still write it pretty good so say it again okay i'm going I'm going to get you to write it down. I'm going to put it in the show notes. That's what we need to start saying. I also, you know, yes. another reason why I want to interview you, um, it's, it, I think Hispanic, I th think this is Hispanic month, but I'm pretty sure it's not the whole yes. month for whatever reason. Anyways, I, and also. Yes, the Hispanic Heritage Month. Okay. From, um, September 15th to October 15th. Yes, I knew it wasn't like the whole October month for sure. I was like, why did you guys do it in a half of a month? Anyways, I digress. Um, I, I knew have no idea. <laughs> created it, and, and it was the same question. Like, why? Right? Why didn't you just make it all of September, or all of October? Anyways, people make mm -hmm. holidays for what? But I, I, for me, going to not only is it important for me to, um, interview entrepreneurs, which is something I've been doing for over a year now, but it's also very important for me in intentionality to also create diversity. I know with, you know, so much cultural um, awareness happening around us, um, it's very important for intentionality. It's one thing for a, a business or a corporation to say, yes, we believe in fill in the blank, you know, whatever they're, they're, they're saying, but the actual doing part, I don't see a lot of people still right. not doing, they're just showing face. And I'm like, all right, we want to change it. Although I've been trying to get men on the podcast more. They just don't be showing up. The <laughs> girls be showing up, <laughs> but I was like, I need oh, to have, we love to talk. you know, we love to have having a good time and i feel like men are just shy yeah maybe i don't i don't know about the shy part but they they don't be trying to be out on here but um i really want to create a space for all of the entrepreneurs and i've been having more guests um from different industries although we're both in the financial industry it was important for me to have you because you know again like i said your your reputation your resume precedes yourself it is of quantity and of quality um, with what you bring to the people. And I'm so happy that you said yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, like yes. I said, just, you know, just jump. Because yes, I could have said no. You could I have. Opportunity, you know? I would have asked you again. <laughs> but yes, yes, you could have said no. Because <laughs> <laughs> yes. I was shy. And, and I feel like another thing is surround yourself with the people that you want to be with. Like how you want to be. Because if you keep, you know, wanting, like it happened to me, I wanted to build a business. I wanted to build an empire, an empire, but my mentality was like, oh, I want to party because I'm still young. I don't care if mm -hmm. I'm a mom, you know, 
But the moment I changed my mentality and I and I started hanging out with like Kat and people from Latinas Network and mm -hmm. business owners and stuff like that, it, it it went, you know, my business and my life did a 180 change. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. Being around the right people is most definitely necessary yeah. in growth and entrepreneurship. Well, this has been a really good conversation. Again, I want to thank you so much for your time. You guys, um, Ivana's, all of her information, her Facebook, her Instagram, um, all her things, and what she said in Spanish is going to be in the show notes. <laughs> I want you guys to write it down, put it on your mirror, look at it every day. And I have two things for you. I'm rooting for your win, and I hope that you have the best day ever. Oh, 